What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey sis, welcome back to Girl Goodnight. I'm Return of Lamac, and every Sunday you can relax to binaural beats while I read you a melanated bedtime story. Tap into the show on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. All links will be in the episode description. Submit original work and future episode suggestions to girlgoodnightpodcast at gmail.com. Help your friends sleep in melanated peace. Girl, share the show and show us some love with a five-star rating and review. Tonight, we'll be reading Paper Heart, written by Keisha Irvin. Tune in to Paper Heart Chapter 1 to hear more about the author and a summary of the story. On last week's episode, Scotland embarrasses herself and Knight on the plane by singing too loudly. When they touch down in Miami, it finally goes down, and a little fiasco at dinner with his business associates makes things a little tense. Now, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and sleep in melanated peace. I barely understand it, not the way I planned it. Why can't it just be what it is? Mario, no definition. Chapter 12. What the fuck was that? Knight barked as they entered their hotel room. What was what? Scotland played coy, throwing down her purse. Did you really give old boy your number? Knight took off his suit jacket. Who? Scotland continued to walk toward the bedroom. Yo, stop fucking playing with me. You know who the fuck I'm talking about. Did you give him your number? Knight untied his tie. I sure did. Scotland took off her blazer. So that's what you want? I bring you here with me and you give another nigga your number? And in my face, no less? Night fumed. We're just friends, right? Scotland spun around and faced him. I mean, cause that's what you said. She folded her arms across her chest. Come on, man. You know I had to say that. Everybody at that table knows I'm engaged to Lennon. I had to tell them we were just friends. 
And you really think they believe that? Look at how I was dressed. Scotland looked down at her outfit. I looked like a high-priced hooker. You know how dumb I felt dressed like this? I could have worn the dress you bought me. It was right here in my bag. She reached inside her suitcase and pulled it out. If I would have had this on, then those arrogant-ass Nike execs would have respected me more. But no. Instead, I look like some uneducated ghetto bitch that you fuck on the side. She threw the dress at him. Why'd you even bring me here anyway? You could have fucked me back in St. Louis. She snapped. I brought you here because I wanted to spend more time with you, but obviously that was a mistake. That's the first thing we've agreed on all night, Scotland shouted. Yeah, because you was acting like a fucking bird, Knight barked. Oh, so now I'm a bird? Scotland placed her hand up to her chest appalled. Fuck you, I should have stayed my ass at home. You got a whole bitch that you engaged to and call yourself having a damn attitude? Nigga, please. But who I'm here with? Knight countered. You. Don't act like you doing me no favors. It was by fucking default, my nigga. The only reason I'm here is because your bitch couldn't come. So let's not pretend that it's more than what it is. You fucking humiliated me tonight. Scotland kicked off her heels and threw them down on the floor. I humiliated you, but you were all up in another man's face. Yeah, okay. Knight scoffed. Sell that bullshit to somebody else. Just admit it. You got in your feelings because I said you were my friend, but that's what we are, Scotland. Ain't no title to this. You're not my girl. You're just my friend. Knight knew his words would sting, but it was the truth. He dug the shit out of Scotland, but he had a whole life before he met her that he just couldn't put aside. He needed time to figure out his feelings and figure out what role he wanted her to play in his life, if any. Scotland licked her bottom lip and nodded her head. Everything in her wanted to cuss him out, but she couldn't because she'd done this to herself. She'd fallen for somebody that never made it clear what his intentions were with her. She jumped in feet first based on the hope that they'd somehow be together, but Knight didn't know what he wanted. She didn't have time to play games with another indecisive-ass nigga. I want to go home. She turned around and stomped towards her bags. What? Knight screwed up his face. I want to get the fuck out of here. Scotland began to throw her things into her suitcase. Our flight doesn't leave for a whole nother day. Knight unbuttoned his shirt and took it off. I don't give a fuck. I want to go home now. Scotland ran into the bathroom and grabbed her toiletries. Do what you got to do so I get the hell out of here. I ain't doing shit. If you want to leave early, find your own damn way home. Knight shot, unfazed by her dramatic behavior. I can't stand your black ass. Fuck you. Scotland hissed. Fuck me? Knight repeated in rage. That was the second time she said that to him that night. He let it slide the first time, but now he was going to have to dig in her ass for being disrespectful. Word? Fuck me? Nah, fuck you. He grabbed Scotland by the wrist and yanked her towards him. That's really how you feel? Fuck me? He held her wrist tight. Let me go. Scotland tried to wiggle away. Nah, answer the question. He held her wrist even tighter. You bold enough to let it come out your mouth. Back your shit up. Fuck me? For real? After everything? Everything? It ain't been nothing but a week, Scotland remarked as if he were insane. I don't give a fuck how long it's been. Don't ever say fuck me unless you mean that shit. Now, I'ma ask you again. Is that how you feel? 
He pulled her into his chest and unhooked her bra. Scotland's breath spilled out into the open air. What are you doing? She inhaled deeply. You really want to go home? He leaned down and twirled his tongue around one of her hardened nipples. Night, stop. Scotland clenched her pussy walls. I'm not about to fuck you. You really want to leave? He lifted her up into the air and threw her down on the bed. Scotland's head hit the pillow. Knight stood before her, unbuckling his pants. Seconds later, he was naked. She marveled at his toned physique. His body resembled an African god. Knight had muscles in his arms, chest, stomach, and thighs. The Kendall slits on his hips made her mouth water. Looking at that region of his body only made her focus her attention on his long, thick, chocolate dick. It was hard and pointing in her direction. All thoughts of leaving had completely vanished. she completely forgotten why she was mad in the first place. Knight crawled on top of her with his belt in his hands. You better not hit me with that, she warned. Knight had a crazed look in his eyes. She didn't know what he was up to. Without uttering a word, he took her arms and lifted them above her head. Scotland breathed heavily. Knight took his belt and tied her hands to the headboard. Scotland was right where he wanted her. She was helpless and unable to leave. He was going to make her regret ever telling him she wanted to go. Using his teeth, he unbuttoned her jeans and slid them down. Scotland eagerly kicked them off. Knight pushed her panties to the side and toyed with her clit with his thumb. Scotland watched coming undone. Knight was a master at manipulating her pussy. He knew exactly what to do to make her cream. Knight slipped two of his fingers inside her warm slit while continuing to thumb her clit. Scotland drowned in his touch. She was losing her mind. Oh my God. She met each thrust of his fingers with a roll of her hips. Why do you keep doing this to me? Cause you like it? Knight replaced his fingers with his dick. Scotland's eyes rolled to the back of her head as she gasped for air. She wanted to protest and beg him to stop because they still hadn't solved anything. But having him inside her felt like home. The pull of her hands by his leather belt and the stroke of his dick pounding into her were almost too much to handle. The leather burned into her skin. She was experiencing a combination of pleasure and pain. She liked it. Night was turning her into pools of liquefied passion. You still want to leave? He asked, holding her legs up in the air. Scotland eyed him through the V-shape of her legs. She knew the game Knight liked to play, so she didn't say a word. Answer me, he demanded, stroking harder. Ah. Uh. Scotland moaned. You still want to leave me? He went deeper, hitting her G-spot. No. You gonna be a good girl? Yes. Her breasts jiggled back and forth as he rocked her pussy to sleep. Phone calls out the blue asking how I been. Algebra blessed, better for me. Chapter 13. Scotland and Knight made love for hours. They made love until they were physically exhausted. Her wrists were sore and red, but she didn't care. The scratches and bite marks on Knight's body made up for it. 
Together, they lie chest to chest, wrapped up in each other's arms. The balcony doors were open. A cool breeze swept into the room. Scotland never wanted to let him go. She hated that they fought. Knight felt the same way. He never wanted Scotland to see that angry, jealous side of him. He loved that things between them were normally peaceful. Scotland made him undeniably happy. After seeing her flirt with Bashir, he realized just how much he cared for her. He didn't want to admit it because of the repercussions, but he was falling for her. The feelings he had for her were unlike any other. He was engaged to Lennon, but he never felt the way he felt towards her like he did for Scotland. Scotland was a different breed. She was witty, sassy, funny, energetic, and fun to be around. She never complained and was grateful for every opportunity she got. To see her light up over the simplest things made him happy. She was a strong beacon of hope. She showed him what life could be like if he just let go. He no longer wanted to coast through life. Being in Scotland's presence made him want to live life to the fullest. He wanted to feel completely fulfilled like he did when he was with her all the time. Guess what, he said, holding her in his arms as he gazed at the moon. What? You make me happy, he admitted. Scotland looked up at him and smiled. Really? She blushed. Yeah, he kissed her forehead. You're my baby. I like the sound of that. She closed her eyes and inhaled the scent of his skin. He smelled like blackberries and oak. She loved that when she talked to him, he seemed to adore her every word. She could tell him how she felt and he never judged her. He never made her feel stupid or ghetto. He understood her, which made her want to open up to him even more. I'm sorry for flirting with Bashir, she whispered. It's cool. I deserved it. No, you didn't. You've done so much for me in such a short amount of time. For that alone, you'll always hold a special place in my heart, she confessed. Can I tell you something? What's up? This thing between me and you is scaring the hell out of me. Me too, Knight chuckled. I swear to God I wasn't expecting this shit. I'm bugging out for real. I know. You only see stuff like this in the movies. I mean, I love the guy I was seeing before you a lot, but I'm starting to question if that was even love. I'm starting to think it was just a deep infatuation. Night lay quiet. Has she just confessed to being in love with him? Knight didn't want to ask the question in fear of what she might say. How long were y'all together? He asked and said, off and on for two years. It was a mess. He cheated on me with so many girls. Why did you keep going back? I don't know, Scotland shrugged. I guess because I wanted to believe that he cared for me as much as I cared for him. I got sick of being alone and just wanted someone there to hold me at night. It's hard being single nowadays. It seems like the more sense you have, the harder it is to find a stand-up guy. I truly believe that if I was just out here giving up the pussy, I would have niggas all over me. But since I keep my legs closed, have morals, well, not in this case, she laughed. I find myself alone. Damn, 
I would have thought you had niggas knocking down your door. Knight says surprised. I mean, I got a few friends, but they ain't talking about shit. As soon as I say I want a relationship, they on some I'm trying to stay focused bullshit. That's crazy. So, you sure you over your last dude? Knight died to know. I'm very sure. That shit been dead a long time ago. I just keep trying to bring life back to it. I got a question for you, though. Scotland sat up on her elbow and rested her chin on the palm of her hand. Shoot. Knight lay on his back. Why are you still with old girl? It's obvious you're not happy. You know what? I've been questioning that myself. She's cool sometimes. She just do too much and we're so different. She wants me to be somebody that I'm not. You know, I've never told anybody this, but I don't even want to be a sports agent. He looked at her. Really? Scotland said shocked. Nope. I want to own a restaurant. Cooking is my thing. Knight smiled. That sounds dope. Why don't you do it? I'm sure you have the money. It's a huge financial risk, and I got my family to take care of. I want to make sure that they straight for life. Hold up. You ain't got no kids, do you? Scotland asked, alarmed. Nah, Knight grinned. I'm talking about my moms, my sister, and their kids. I got a little brother, but he out in the streets doing his thing. We barely speak. That's fucked up. Yeah, but it is what it is. Can't save everybody, Knight sighed. He on drugs or something? Nah, but he sell them. And it's fucked up because he's smart too. Oh, what's his name? I might know him. Omari. Oh, nah. I don't know no Omari. Scotland shook her head. So, what's going to happen when we get home? I wish I had answers for you, baby girl. But I honestly don't know. I got so much I need to think about. I just know that I fuck with you heavy. The energy that you're getting from me ain't fake. What we share is real. Scotland sat quiet and allowed his words to sink in. Basically, they were still in limbo. She hated this part. She wanted to move forward, but so many things stood in their way. She wished that she could hit restart and start all over again. Maybe then she'd do better at hiding her emotions, but here they were. She was deep in her feelings, and he was still unsure. The girls sat forward to a booth at Panera Bread, enjoying their iced coffee and bagels. Scotland had been back in town a few days. It was her first time talking to or seeing the girls since she left. She was extra excited to tell them about her trip. Look at you, looking like an easy, breezy, beautiful, bad bitch. Lachey snapped her fingers in a circle in approval of Scotland's look. Is that a Hermes cuff bracelet he bought you? She examined her wrist. And why your wrist so red? You don't want to know, Scotland giggled. And yes, it is. On their last day in Miami, Knight took her on a huge shopping spree. Scotland told him that the trip was enough, but Knight insisted that she let him buy her a few things. You want some of my cinnamon bagel? Lachey placed it up to Tootie's mouth. No, you know I'm on a diet. I gotta get this weight off of me. Didn't you just eat a slab of ribs last night? Yaya pointed out. Who asked you? Tootie threw up the middle finger. Y'all know I'm going through it. Going through what? What happened? 
Scotland asked confused. That day when we were over your house helping you pack, when I got home, why were all my electronics gone? My flat screen, my tablet, my microwave, my DVR, you name it, it was gone. Was Romello there? Scotland asked, still perplexed. Yeah. He was in the house the whole time? Yeah. Where'd he say everything went? He said he never saw none of the stuff. Tootie shrugged her shoulders sadly. And you believe him, Tootie? Please tell me you don't, Scotland begged, hoping her friend couldn't be that dumb. I mean, Tootie, no. Scotland threw up her arms in distress. Girl, you know damn well that crackhead had some niggas come over and rob your shit while he was there. I know, Tootie sighed. I know that's RJ's daddy, but fuck that, Scotland said furiously. Don't let that nigga around shit of yours, including RJ. Hell, you keep it up and your ass gonna come up missing. I'm not. That was the last straw, Tootie assured. I hope so. Now, back to you, bitch, Lachey interjected. What else you get? He bought me so much stuff, y'all. I kept telling him no, but he just kept on buying shit. Yaya sipped her drink and eyed Scotland enviously. She looked better than she ever had before. Scotland was laced from head to toe in designer gear. She rocked a semi-sheer sweatshirt with two color block stripes, black skinny jeans, and 3.1 Philip Limbs suede mule sandals. Her entire outfit was well over two grand. Yaya didn't understand why Scotland always looked up and got dudes that were caked up. He caught me some stuff from Givenchy, Alexander Wang, and Balmain. Y'all, I was so overwhelmed. I ain't know what to do. Hell, this Alexander Wang top I got on right now costs $5.95. I'm used to paying $13 for a shirt at Forever 21. My shirt is a used car, y'all, she joked. And guess what? He bought me all that stuff and then said I didn't have to worry about paying Lennon back. He said he paid for the damages. He's going to give her the money and act like I paid him. She beamed. That's what's up. Tootie nodded her head in approval. You must have gave him some, girl, Lachey teased. I did, and as soon as we got there, too, Scotland laughed. Was it good, girl? Tootie asked in a hushed tone. Amazing. The things that man did to me, Scotland sighed heavily, falling back against the seat. I couldn't keep my hands off of him. Girl, I have never seen you look this happy, Tootie said, happy for her friend. If I were you, I wouldn't be bragging about getting gifts and fucking an almost married man, Yaya said, displeased with her sister's behavior. That shit ain't cute. Mama and daddy raised you better. How's she bragging when I asked her a question, Lachey challenged. Sit your petty ass back and be quiet, she waved her off. Right, petty crocker. Scotland responded unfazed by Yaya's sour attitude. You know I'ma give y'all some of the stuff cause I can't keep it all for myself. She confirmed as she received a text message. Scotland checked her phone. It was a text from Murda. The message read, messages, trash, contact. I am you, how you been? Boy, bye. She tossed her phone back down on the table. Who was that, Tootie asked. 
Murder? Scotland rolled her eyes. What'd he say? Yaya's upper lip curled. Scotland passed her the phone. Yaya read the message and slid the phone back. Mm. Her face grew hot. I swear, it's like this nigga can sense in the air when I'm happy. The devil is a lie. Don't let that nigga take away your joy, cause I never seen you this happy, Tootie professed. I really am happy. I had so much fun with him, you guys. We had a slight hiccup, but other than that, it was chill. What happened? Yaya asked in tree. Scotland stirred in her seat. Why did you say that? She thought. She knew Yaya fed off drama. She thoroughly enjoyed making Scotland look like a fool. We worked it out, but at dinner with his business associates, he introduced me as his friend and my feelings were kind of hurt, she confessed. How were your feelings hurt? He spoke the truth. Yaya shrugged her shoulders dismissively. Yeah, but we're not just friends. That's the thing, Scotland rebutted. So what? You wanted him to introduce you as his side piece? I mean, cause that's what you are. You act like you want him to glorify that shit. I don't want him to do or say anything he's not comfortable with. That's why we had the discussion clarifying exactly what we are, Scotland's back. And what are you? Yaya sipped on her drink and cocked her head. We're taking things slowly, Scotland played with her straw. She knew she sounded ridiculous. We're going to take our time and figure this out because we both really care about each other. Yaya damn near spit out her drink. She was laughing so hard. Girl, you sound about crazy. Y'all taking things slow? This nigga hit you with the infamous side bitch line. Scotland, listen to yourself. You sound stupid as fuck. That nigga playing you, mom. He gassing your head up and buying you a bunch of expensive ass shit to keep your ass pacified. He's trying to keep you distracted from what's real. That's why y'all still trying to figure things out. Y'all y'all made air quotes with her fingers. You obviously didn't listen to a damn thing I said before you left. You came back sounding even dumber than before. First of all, I'm not dumb, Scotland checked her. You haven't even met him, so how you know how he feel about me? Only he and I know what we have and what we share. You can't judge that. I know Knight cares for me. And yeah, shit is moving fast, but what we have is real. So you can keep your little opinion to yourself. Okay, Karuchi Tran, Yaya rolled her eyes. Believe what you want to believe, but when he breaks your heart, don't come crying to me. Maybe I need to tuck in my thirst. Jenny LeVette, not good enough. Chapter 14. I'ma make her scream my name, baby. She gonna wanna marry me. Adrian Marcel's in five minutes bumped softly at Scotland Climax. She lay on her back, spent. As soon as she got off work, she met Knight at her place so he could have his way with her. All day long, they'd been sending sexy messages to one another. By the time Scotland made it home, she was hot and bothered. She and Knight didn't waste any time tearing each other's clothes off. The two of them went at each other like two wild animals. They hadn't physically seen each other since they came back from Miami. A week had gone by. They missed each other like crazy. How much they missed each other was shown through their lovemaking. Scotland pulled the covers up over her breast and watched Knight as he stood up and placed on his pants. She wondered where he was going. 
Knight zipped his pants and looked around her place. It was his first time being inside her crib. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great either. None of the fixtures or appliances was up to date. Some of the paint on her walls was chipping. He was kind of frustrated because he couldn't even get to fuck her like he wanted to because of her broken bed. He didn't want it to collapse, so he took it easy. Easy wasn't his thing. He liked it rough. Fucking at her apartment was definitely not an option anymore. Knight sat on the end of the bed and placed on his dress socks. I'm about to get out of here in a minute. He put on his shoes. You leaving already? Scotland asked, disappointed. Yeah, I gotta get home. He stood up and put on his shirt. I thought you would at least stay a little while. I haven't seen you in a week. I didn't think you were just gonna smash and dash. Scotland sat up and combed her fingers through her hair, frustrated. I'll try to stay a little longer next time. Next time? Scotland eyed him in disbelief. So that's what this is gonna be? You just gonna come over, fuck me, and leave? What are you talking about? Knight said, annoyed. I can't stay as long as you want one time, and it's a problem. This is my first time coming over here. You act like this is a continuous thing. But it will become a continuous thing if I don't put a stop to it now. I'm not going to be the girl that you fuck on the side, Scotland declared. Who said you was going to be? What the fuck is wrong with you? You? You're what's wrong with me. I'm starting to feel like this ain't nothing but a game to you. Scotland felt herself cracking. Everything Yaya said was coming to fruition. Scotland had just been too foolish to see it. You about to come on or something? Because you tripping. No, I'm not about to come on. My period ain't got shit to do with this. I'm starting to fall in love with you, Knight, and I'm not trying to get my feelings hurt. Knight dropped his hands down to his side. She'd finally come out and said it. He thought she loved him, but wasn't sure. Or maybe he was sure and just didn't want to face the truth. He could tell she loved him by the way she looked at him, the way she held on to him at night. It was written all over her face. He knew he cared for her deeply. He didn't want to lose her, but things between he and Scotland were getting too heavy. He told her he needed time to think. He couldn't understand why she was trying to rush him by throwing her emotions out on the table. It wasn't fair, because now if he didn't tell her he loved her back, he'd be the bad guy. Knight took his hand and rubbed his eyes. Why did you have to say that? Cause it's true. I'm not gonna lie about my feelings. Scotland wrapped the covers around her body tight. She felt overly exposed. It was obvious by his reaction that Knight didn't feel the same way. I'm so fucking stupid. What am I doing? How you know you love me? We've only known each other a few weeks. Love doesn't have a time limit, Knight. Look, it's cool. It's okay. You don't love me back. I'm a big girl. I can handle it. I didn't expect you to anyway. Don't put words in my mouth. He rose and threw his suit jacket on. You don't know how I feel about you. Scoot over, he said. Scotland reluctantly moved over. Knight sat beside her. She wouldn't even look him in the eye. She was so upset. Look at me. He turned her face towards him. When I told you you were my baby, I meant it. He cut the side of her face with his hand. You're not just somebody I'm fucking, so get that shit out your head. 
I have feelings for you, and just because mine aren't moving as fast as yours doesn't mean that they aren't as strong. Scotland blinked away the tears in her eyes. She was so confused she couldn't think straight. The genuine feelings she felt from night mixed with the doubts Yaya had implanted in her mind were driving her mad. She wanted night, but she also wanted her dignity. She couldn't risk winding up on the losing end of the stick, but the selfish part of her wasn't ready to give him up either. Now, stop acting like a spoiled brat and give me a kiss. Scotland was still torn, but kissed him anyway. There was no way she could say no tonight. Are you still up? Girl, good night. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.